What does every grocery store aisle now have in common? Products that come in paper packaging. And we don't just mean the obvious ones like cereal boxes and juice cartons. From beauty products to boxed water, there are more opportunities to go papertarian than ever before. So why should you? Because paper comes from a renewable resource and can be recycled up to seven times. Simply put, it's the smart choice for the environment. And it turns out, the easiest choice for you. Learn more at howlifeunfolds.com slash papertarian. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. The power of positive thinking is something I hear people talking about. It's also the title of a famous book, and I've always wondered just how powerful positive thinking really is. Does it have limitations? Are the effects lasting or temporary? Just how powerful is it? Today's guest is one of the most positive humans I've ever talked to. He radiates it. It's his superpower. This episode features the Kansas City skater and owner of the pro wrestling company Journey Pro, who continues to kick cancer's ass every day, DJ Stewart. This is The Unimaginable. I'm your host and musician, James Brown. My name is DJ Stewart. I live in Kansas City. Go Chiefs. Uh, I'm 31 years old now at the time that this is being recorded. I am a brain cancer fighter, future survivor, all around life lover, basically. And I'm going to tell you a little bit about some crazy shit that's happened in my life. I am a skateboarder at heart since I was 12 or 13 years old. It has given me every amazing thing in my flat out epic life from my ridiculous, awesome group of friends to my best friend. That's also my wife. I would have none of it without skateboarding, you know, a fairly regular guy, work a regular kind of nine to five job. Right now it's T-Mobile. I've done everything from selling solar panels to toys. And in that, I one day at my nine to five job had a seizure, woke up in an ambulance for a second, woke up a few minutes later in 
well, what felt like a few minutes later, in a hospital where I was told that I had a golf ball-sized tumor in the right temporal lobe of my brain. It was May of 2019 when I had that seizure. And a few months before that, I had, well, I guess it was almost 10 months before that, I had found a tumor in my right knee. I went into a doctor for a regular checkup. And like I said, I'm a skateboarder, but I'd been having these weird twinges in my knee. And I'd for a long time chalked it up to, all right, I've broken ankles, legs. I've torn everything in my knee. It's just a reoccurring thing from that. It's not really messing me up too bad, so I'm not worried about it. And then my wife, a girlfriend at the time, convinced me like, hey, dumbass, you should probably go see a doctor for the first time in God knows how long. And I did. He felt around on my knee and he told me, oh, man, it's nothing to worry about. It's probably like a, a calcium deposit or something. We got a couple options. I could cut this thing out right here in this office. Uh, I could send you to a surgeon. It's probably going to cost you a lot of money or, or honestly, third option, you could just leave it in there because I'm not worried about it. Well, I went with option A. Doctor seemed confident he was going to chop it out for me. I was going to move on. So we set up surgery, not even surgery. I had a cut maybe six inches long, if that, uh, 10 stitches for just a few days later. He pulled it out. It looked like kind of gross, but it looked like a gobstopper a little bit, like a gobstopper that somebody had been sucking on for a while because it was kind of white. It was like hard as a rock. I could hear it when he dropped it into the little tin. I have a picture of it because I'm weird. I wanted to see it. And he stitched me up. He said, hey, man, I'll see you back here in a few days to get the stitches taken out. I'm going to send this to pathology just to, you know, make sure it's all good. Have a good one. So go about my life for a few more days. Come back to get my stitches taken out. And I noticed the doctor seems a little more down or just a little less chipper than he was previously. And he says, hey, and um, take a seat. And he tells me that he was wrong. It was not a calcium deposit. It was not a polyp or any weird thing like that. It was actually what they call a leiomyosarcoma, which is a soft tissue cancer. It can happen in soft tissue, muscle, or bone. Mine was in the muscle and like tissue of my right knee so he sent me to a surgeon who is a phenomenal surgeon he's like the best sarcoma doctor in the country and he happens to be right here in kansas city so he cut me open just a few about a week after that and i had what's called an extra large incision so i have an epic scar on my right knee but he felt amazing about it and I did too. I, you know, did a lot of physical rehab and the knee definitely feels weird, but I wasn't too worried about it. I was like, all right, you know what? I'm going to beat this thing's ass. It's no big deal. They caught it nice and early. Uh, so they were really optimistic about everything. And about 10 months later, I believe, going through some odd times in my life. This is 2019. So in February, I proposed to my wife on the 50-yard line of Arrowhead Stadium where the Chiefs play here in Kansas City in front of our whole family and surprised her. It was epic. April, we 
bought a house together. And then in May, I was signing insurance paperwork at a new job to sell solar panels and was really excited about it. And I had a seizure. I woke up in the hospital and what had happened was I had started this weird feeling when I was signing the paperwork. Come to find out these are called auras, which is a symptom of brain tumors. And to me, it felt kind of like deja vu, this weird deja vu type of feeling, not in a situation where I was actually getting deja vu. It was just kind of that weird, like, uh, feeling. And sometimes I would actually have to go to the bathroom because of it. It would like manifest to my body and make me have to go and use the bathroom. So that happened. I went to the bathroom, came back, first day of this job, signing my insurance paperwork. I'm in this cool, fancy standing desk, nice high chair. And I fell out of it, had a seizure. So when I woke up in the hospital, I was sore. And I was telling the doctor that I wasn't feeling good, like my neck and shoulder hurt. And so right then he ordered CTs and MRIs. And that's when they found what's called a GBM, glioblastoma, which is the most aggressive type of brain tumor in my right temporal lobe of my brain. Like I said, roughly a golf ball size. And I opted to have it cut out. I believe it was the next day, maybe two days later, stayed in the hospital and had a craniotomy from an epic surgeon, 35 staples to the head. Instantly from there started radiation, which I did five days a week for six weeks. I did 35, actually it was 36 sessions of radiation where I was in this crazy machine that locked my face. I had this like face mold. It locked my face in and radiation straight to the area that had been removed at that time. But along with that, I went on a regimen at that time of chemo five days a week, which eventually I bumped to seven days a week. I also started wearing a device called the Optune, which for those that don't know what that is, which is everybody in the world, uh, it's this crazy backpack that I would wear every day, 24-7, for about four days straight. It was a backpack, weighed like nine pounds. Out of that backpack came four wires. Those wires had four, imagine, large, 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 like, bandages. Four of those, one attached to the back of my head, one attached to the top and front, one on each side. Those big bandages were actually electrical conduits, essentially. Uh, they sent what was called TT fields, which is a tumor-treating field, through my brain 24-7. They were mapped to like my head and placed in a very specific area. My wife had was amazing working with me on that device. I would wear it like I said, 24/7 for about three or four days straight. I would then take it off for a few days or for a few hours, shave my head, maybe do something that I normally wouldn't be able to, like go swimming or something like that. But past that, we put it right back on. I slept in it, I skated in it, I modified a military vest uh, to be able to hold it so that it would stay close to my body and not bounce around when I was skating. 
rode my motorcycle in it, just had to get a helmet that was two sizes too big because it looked like I was wearing this weird lunch lady swimmer's cap thing. But I dealt with it. I wore that every single day for about two and a half years. I was on chemo at that point as well, like I said, and bumped up about eight months after starting chemo. I bumped up to seven days a week. It was an oral chemo that my body, thank God, responded incredibly well to, to where I was still able to be like semi-active. I thought I was being super active, but looking back now, I'm way more fired up and doing shit. Um, during that time, I also went to Newport Beach, California to Hogue Hospital and had a kind of cutting edge, whatever procedure called the Gamma Knife which you would learn about if you Googled, which I do not recommend ever Googling your ailment. <laughs> I've never done it, but if you were to do it, you would find a TED Talk by an epic human named Dr. Duma. He literally did the TED Talk on glioblastoma, and he has this procedure that he did called the Gamma Knife to me, which was pretty gnarly. They screwed in this crazy like halo piece to my head and locked me in this machine. And it was kind of an aggressive form of a radiation designed to burn the surrounding area essentially of the tumor so that it couldn't spread. So did that. My badass of a wife turned what should have been like a shitty trip like that into an epic vacation. We went to the Harry Potter world. We are total nerds. I know you can't see me, but I'm recording this from my home office that looks like a damn toy store. Um, so we got really good at living with my illness. I, I didn't live in it. I live with it. I don't live in having a brain tumor. I live with it and I kick the shit out of it every day. And a year after my initial diagnosis, on my cancerversary, we were celebrating me kicking the shit out of it. Again, my epic wife teamed up with my mother and she surprised me with a motorcycle, which was insane because I won't lie, I had resigned to not riding a motorcycle again. I was worried about a seizure. I was worried about this, that, and the other. Nothing could stop me from skating, but I was scared of a bike and she wasn't having it. She was like, no, this is a part of you. This is what makes you happy. I've seen it. And so she got together, I don't know, a hundred of like my best friends. Flew family in from Colorado. Surprised me with a motorcycle. This amazing video. Just one of the most beautiful nights, days of my entire life. And then the next day, I went and I had an MRI. And then the day after that, I had the appointment for that MRI. And in that MRI, they had realized that I had had a reoccurrence, meaning the tumor came back in the exact same spot, the same size, just as bad. So two days later, I went in at this point now in the heart of COVID to have my second craniotomy which I won't lie, was way, way worse than the first one. In the first one, I got to be surrounded 
by my family and my friends, which are my family. I know that's a cheesy thing to say, but it made it so much easier to be just surrounded by love. If I took a nap, I woke up in a room full of beautiful people that wanted nothing more than to make me smile and feel better. COVID, I got dropped off at like five in the morning from my crying wife because she knew that she couldn't see me. She couldn't come in the hospital. Thank God my sister was there to like console her and their homies. So I'm eternally grateful for that. But I spent three and a half days in the hospital in the beginning of COVID alone. I had my surgery and then even like the doctors and nurses the first time around, they'd be in there for 10, 15 minutes at a time just talking to you. This, they were in the room to give you whatever you needed and they were gone. I was, if there's 20, you know, 24 hours in a day, I was alone, 23 of them. And that one hour was not consecutive. It was split between that entire 24 probably like the least amount of human contact I've ever had. Thank God for social media in that point. I don't say that lightly, but um, it saved me in all honesty. But the second surgery was successful. I was up walking around earlier than I should have been. I was able to, you know, maybe get away with a little more because I wasn't supervised as much. I got up to take a leak faster than I was supposed to. I was cutting jokes and trying to get the doctors and nurses to come in and hang out with me, but they weren't having it. So a few days later, my wife picked me up and we were good. Since then, I've lived with brain cancer. That was a year and three months ago. It was my last craniotomy. My initial diagnosis, they gave me 11 months, 18 at the very, very highest. And that was 36, 38 months ago, something like that. And so, like I said, I've lived with it ever since. And it's weird to say, but the worst thing in my life has given me the best things in my life. I grew up a skateboarder. And because of that, I've got all my best friends. One of my best friends is an absolutely amazing filmmaker. And he made a 12-minute documentary about my story called Rare Enough. And the filming process of it alone, if it never even came out, was a highlight of my entire ridiculous, amazing life. I got to be a part of something just absolutely beautiful with all of my best friends we got to do ridiculous things like strap me to the back of a moving truck hanging off like this and skate through the city with closed down streets and live every little skate rat kid's dream. Uh, well, the video did get released and apparently everyone in the world somehow saw it, including people like, oh, I don't know, Tony Hawk. So I'm going to fly out with my wife and stay at Tony Hawk's house and record an episode of his podcast. And it's also led me to, I can't even, be, the list would take up this entire interview of the amazing people that have reached out to me with their own ailments and have said that my story somehow made them smile or 
brought them hope or anything and, and that's from everything from from brain cancer to mental health to just people having a shit day and it's as incredible as it is to have like skateboarders and and big celebrities even reach out uh there's nothing cooler than being able to like, help somebody that's going through something oh i can't even begin to describe how like amazing and grateful i am for all of this that has happened because like i said it's a shitty thing to live with brain cancer but i live with it i kick the shit out of life every day and i couldn't do that without everybody in my corner people ask all the time like how do you stay so positive and it's like you don't get it it's not as i'm not as cool as you think i'm i just have so many amazing people i've got this epic support system and now it's somehow man that managed to where i am able to support others and that's a gift i never thought i would be able to have i have a pro wrestling company i own a professional wrestling full like murder gymnastics theater uh i live my dream every single day i skateboard i do this and i have one really bad shitty thing but everything else in my life is amazing and so the way i look at it the old saying is if you meet five assholes in a day you're probably the asshole if you've got four amazing things and one sucks and you're bummed about that one you're probably the asshole is just the way i look at it um my grandma told me early in my diagnosis that i, I lost my grandpa really young to lung cancer but he was a smoker like a, a hardcore smoker he smoked non-stop and passed of lung cancer that makes sense what i have is just a, a literal not a joke they it's a mutation they call us mutants in like science magazines it rules i'm like all right one of these days i'll just walk out of an mri with superpowers it's gonna be great but uh my grandpa when he got diagnosed my grandma said this or, ah, sorry my grandma told me this that when my grandpa got diagnosed was the day that he started dying and that like made sense to me in a way that i could reverse engineer like okay so if i just keep living then i'll just keep living and if i just live hard <laughs> that's as cheesy as that sounded jesus christ um if i just like i said live all the way like go for it every single day then i'll just keep being able to do that and somehow in spite of all of this doctors telling me that i have this long to live or that i could lose these functions i skateboard every single day i could do a backflip right now i i could do a pool though um i live the dream man Like many of us, you might think identity theft will never happen to you. But consider this. There's a new identity theft victim every three seconds in the U.S. That's over 15 million people by the end of this year, equal to the populations of New York, Los Angeles, and Chicago combined. 
Even worse, identity theft victims often don't even know they're victims. That's why LifeLock Identity Theft Protection alerts you to identity threats, even the ones that don't show up on a credit report, like data breaches, fraudulent bank transactions, loan and credit card applications, and crimes committed in your name. If your identity is stolen, your own dedicated LifeLock U.S.-based restoration specialist will work to fix it. LifeLock protects you in ways that you simply can't on your own. Join now and save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash iHeart. That's LifeLock.com slash iHeart to save up to 25%. Identity theft protection starts here. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Buddha said, our life is shaped by our mind. We become what we think. Joy follows a pure thought like a shadow that never leaves. Am I right in assuming you would attribute a lot of your ability in kicking cancer's ass to your positive attitude? I mean, without a doubt. I, without like even remote question, like if you ask me what, what has worked the best, was it the gamma knife? Was it the Optune? Was it chemo? Was it radiation? Like, no, it's my attitude straight up. Like, and that's not easy for me to say, I'm not going to lie. Like, DJ, pre all of this shit, I would have been like, you're a dork, dude. Like, no, if you got shit, you got shit. Like, because I'd just been used to like breaking bones, you know, stuff that like, okay. I I didn't understand like, oh, I would have, I would have like laughed. I would have been like, man, that, that's great that you feel like that. But, you, you know, I doubt that's what's happening. And now that it's actually happening, without a doubt, I think that the best medicine that I've had has been the fact that I want to keep going. I love that. You have this kind of outlier personality. I mean, it's infectious. Where did that come from? That's a, that answer would be twofold. Uh, my mom, without a doubt. My mom was very young when she had me. She was 16. She was a baby. And She's a fucking gangster. Like, she is the smartest, strongest woman I've ever met in my entire life, followed directly by my badass wife. But my mom went through shit. We had shit happen when I was a kid that was terrible. 
but I never knew it uh, until like later times. My mom busted her ass to give me an absolutely amazing life. She instilled a work ethic in me. She treated me like not only like her baby, but like an adult at such a young age that like she get she gave me everything. My attitude on how you just fight until you win comes from her without a doubt. Uh, then when I was like 13, early 13, I made the psychotic choice to fall in love with skateboarding. <laughs> I say that because skateboarding, like I said, not only to give me everything, but it taught me so much to, to be a lifelong skateboarder and to pursue it with everything like i can look at skateboarding and be like all right i gave that everything like you have to be kind of out there because you just have to fall a thousand fucking times there's no way around it there, it's one thing in life that there is just no shortcut to whatsoever sure somebody might be you know naturally gifted or whatever but there's nobody that's not out there punishing themselves it is a a flat out ridiculous thing to do. I was talking to a buddy about this last night and he's a wrestler. And I was like, dude, do you realize that if aliens came down and saw us, they saw you like with the, the fake fight in your underwear, but beating the hell out of your body. And then they saw me jumping a wooden toy downstairs or trying to land it onto rails and then land back on it. They'd be like, oh my God, those things are broken. There's something wrong with them. Like, what, what is that? We would look, we'd be looked at as like this weird low life form because it's psychotic to do what we do. And so I just carried that over. Mm -hmm. I just carried over like, all right, you get your ass beat, you get back up and you go again and you go again and you go again. Well, when you say you live with cancer and not in it, I I think that's kind of a skill set in of itself. Like what got you to the place of being able to sort of categorize how cancer will play a part in your life? Damn, that's a good question. Um, I like that. So I think a big part of it is <clears throat> it would be like I, I kind of like alluded to it or said it earlier. I would be, in my eyes, I would be selfish to let that ruin everything else that I have. Like when I was, I don't know, probably like 15, 16, I met all the, the dudes in Kansas City, the skateboarders that ripped. Like I, I start, you know, I was getting kind of good and, and they would start saying what's up to me at the park. And that's when I, like 15, 16 is when they really started talking to me. and. I remember wanting so bad to be like part of that crew and and then seeing like go into one of the first times where I was hanging out with them outside of just like the park and then you know their their chicks were all friends with like the other skateboarders chicks and like Kansas City just had this crazy weird scene of skateboarding and people that I was like, man, that would be amazing to be like in on and and then like at the same time the 
I'm a kid and I go home and after skating and I watch pro wrestling or goofy shit like that, like nerdy Star Wars is like a passion of mine. <laughs> um, and now I look back on all those sort of things. I look back at like, you know, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, whatever. All young me, I have every damn thing that I like wanted. I, all those guys that I like grew up idolizing, even though they were just about the same age as me, I just got back from Mexico with literally all of them. I've gotten to travel the country with, I can't even remember how, like, couldn't put a number on how many of my friends because of a wooden toy, because of a damn skateboard. I own a professional wrestling company. I'm in the process right now. I've, I've opened a professional wrestling school so that people can come and learn how to do this insanity that we do. Uh, right now, I'm opening my own venue to, to host my own events, to host charity events, to host concerts and fundraisers and all this epic shit. And I do all of that. I have all of that. I have so much shit that people would kill for. And I happen to also have a brain tumor. I happen to have to go to the doctor a lot more than your standard everyday person. But when somebody meets me, they don't know that. Now that I don't have to wear the Optune thing, nobody knows it. And that's the fucking highest compliment in the world. When I tell people, they're like, wait, what? Um, do you have any advice for someone that just got diagnosed with cancer? Fuck yeah, I absolutely have one. Um if you're diagnosed with anything, if you're just having a shitty day, if you're whatever, like whether it's a diagnosis or not, but you said, you, you know, you've dove through my Instagram a little bit. Um, the, it, like one of the early on videos I said it in, I don't remember exactly which one, but I, I do remember it was around the time where I was starting to realize like, huh, I still feel all right. Like, mm -hmm. you know, it's a few months after brain surgery and I'm on chemo and I'm in radiation and all this. And I'm like, man, I feel like, like they made it seem like I was going to be some like decrepit piece of shit. And I'm like, I, I'm tired, but like, okay, fuck you guys kind of thing. <laughs> um, and, and around that time is when I started getting like responses on social media from people that might've been going through stuff and that found it through like a GBM hashtag or whatever. And they would send me like, Hey man, th thanks for like smiling and making like, making not making jokes out of it but like smiling with it and and that sort of thing and so i i always tried to like build some hype in those videos and so in one of them i just like blurted out like don't let your circumstances control your life or like don't let your diagnosis control your life you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach, Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. 
It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy, and we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? Meet Lisa, the sleep expert. (sighs) Here at Lisa, we know that good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. That's why their mattresses are made for exceptional comfort and support, catering to every sleep need. Check out Lisa Sapira Hybrid Mattress, named best hybrid mattress five years running. Sleep hot? The Chill Collection is built with cool-to-the-touch top fabric and layers of high-density comfort foams, all intended to remove excess body heat while maximizing comfort. With Lisa, getting a new mattress has never been easier. Delivery is free, and you have 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. Don't spend another night dreaming of better sleep. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com forward slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com forward slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. The obvious takeaway from DJ's life with cancer is his point of view He chooses to kick cancer's ass every day. He chooses to live, not die, every day. DJ's existence is a testament to choosing life. He's not merely surviving. He keeps kicking cancer's ass, and I've got a tremendous amount of respect for that. You've just listened to The Unimaginable. I'm your host, James Brown. Until next time. Do you dream of a healthier life, but education feels out of reach? Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School of Natural Health makes holistic education accessible with online programs to fit your busy schedule. Trinity School's Certified Natural Health Professional Program is the perfect entry point to gain foundational knowledge to empower yourself, your family, and your community to live healthier lives. Turn your passion into a career. Visit trinityschool.org for more info now. We went from normal life, healthy child to acute lymphoblastic leukemia or B-cell ALL. The St. Jude team came up to get CJ via ambulance. Shortly after that, I noticed a rainbow. It meant that there was hope. We were driving into hope. To have hope is to have your child healthy. And we have that because of St. Jude. You can help kids fight childhood cancer. Please become a St. Jude Partner in Hope today by visiting musicgives.org. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.